The 2022 Audio Description Awards Gala will premiere on November 29 at 7.30 Eastern. In recent years, there has been enormous success in expanding audio description for audiences who are blind, low vision, or who have other sensory disabilities that create barriers to full inclusion in the visual media. The Audio Description Awards Gala will celebrate the best of the best. Thomas Reed with Audio Description Voice Artist Navratiti Matos Alaveras will honor outstanding achievements in audio description in media and expand awareness of its benefits. Join us for this exciting event featuring special celebrity guests and celebrating audio description on www.adawardsgala.org, Pluto TV, and ACB Media 6. Join ACB for this special event and celebrate achievements in audio description in media. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service, nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome in. Take my hand. Say hello to who you know and who you don't and who you can. We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious, we'll be friends. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Visibilities on Friday evening, November 19th. We have a number of special guests with us this evening. And I'm going to ask anyone who does have any background noise, if you would mind muting until uh, you're going to speak, that would be very much appreciated. Thank you so much. This evening, we're going to start with a couple of brief announcements. Um, the first one, I want to introduce Sharon Strakowski, and she has... Uh, something she wants to tell us about to do with the Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss. So, good evening, Sharon. Sharon, you need to unmute. Sharon, unmute. Hi, everyone. I'm sorry. I thought I was unmuted. Pardon me. Am I good now? Yes. No problem. Yes. You're perfect. You're fine. Okay, very good. Well, um, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak on behalf of Alliance on Aging and Vision Loss, which is a group, uh, a specialist interest affiliate primarily for people who are um, becoming older, as we all do, and either losing your sight or having not had any sight at all. Um, but you're getting older anyway. <laughs> and what I'm here to talk about tonight is that we are beginning to take dues. And um, when you become either a new member or renew your membership uh, and do this by February 1st, you will be eligible for a drawing for $100. One will be given to a renewing member and one to a new member. And we will uh, do that drawing after February 1st. So uh, to get more information, you can go to aavl-blind-seniors.org. And that's our website. 
and um, you'll find information there about how to complete the form. Or if you have difficulty with that, you can talk with our treasurer, Kathy Gerhardt. Um, uh, phone numbers we don't give out here um, on the call, but her number is there, as is mine. I'm our membership chair. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, I see one on here that just says iPhone. I'm thinking, Kathy Farina, is that you? She sometimes comes on that way. Kathy? Perhaps not. Okay, then I will do um, at least mention Kathy's. I know Kathy was going to talk to us briefly about the Council of Citizens for Flow Vision International is doing a fundraiser, two fundraisers, actually. One of them ends the end of this month, November 30th, and that's with uh, Tastefully Simple. Uh, if you go to the ACE, to the CCLVI website, which is cclvi.org, there's a banner there. Uh, tastefully simple has a lot of rubs and oils and um, even some uh, prepackaged uh, condiments and such to add to uh, basic foods just to make something very special out of them. I know they've done a couple of ones recently that I thought sounded wonderful, including a mango vanilla cheese ball and a beer bread and that... Uh, several other things, and all of that is uh, a fundraiser for CCLVI. And uh, the other thing that they're doing is they have the easy to see, easy to see uh, large print calendars, and they are also getting a portion of the proceeds from those if you purchase that between now and uh, the end of February. And they make a great gift for someone with low vision. And that's where I know her announcement was going to be probably much better presented than I have. Uh, so those two are out of the way. Um, right now, I would like to thank Cindy for hosting with me this evening. And um, Larry, of course, for doing the streaming. And... I just want us all to wish Cindy well. Um, she's got a pretty busy week coming up very soon with uh, Gardenia retiring and her heading for uh, for her new guide dog. And Cindy, we just want to wish you all well. Thanks, Terry. Thanks a lot. Going to need it. And with that, uh, we're going to go on now to, I have one more announcement, but we'll do it toward the end of the show tonight um so we will now go on to the main purpose of our call this evening and that is i want to introduce kenneth semian senior who is a fellow member of the board of directors and is one of the co-chairs of the mapsp which he can tell you what that means is the the newest mentoring program that acb has going and good evening, Kenneth, and welcome to Visibilities. 
Good evening, Terry and everyone. Uh, we are glad to be here with you all tonight to give you some updates about what we've done since the program began. Uh, uh, can I go and start with those acronyms, uh, MAPSP? It actually, uh, those are acronyms for the words Mentorship Access to Peer Support Program. Previously, uh, the acronyms for the Mentorship Access and Peer Support uh, for MAPS, M-A-P-S. Uh, we had word that some, there was another organization doing some terrible things and their name was M-A-P. And so we were encouraged to change that. We didn't want to change the whole program. So being that it is a program, we just added it into the mentorship access and peer support, added the word program, and we're just going with M-A-P-S-P right now. Dan calls it MAPSP. And uh, so uh, until further notice, that's what we're gonna stick with. Uh, but I have some thoughts about some things that we may be able to do uh, to make it even better uh, as we move forward. Yeah. Uh -huh. so where do we go from here? Terry, where do we I'm go sorry. from here? You want me to continue just speaking? Yeah, I just go right ahead. What we really like to know what started, I guess, one question that I know I've heard some people ask, and that is, we have had the Derwood K. McDaniel Fund was uh, McDaniel first time his program was meant originally to be a mentoring of two people who already show leadership potential in the organization. The Chase Fellowship is for people to increase their um, their knowledge and leadership in the organization. We've had the Burl Colley Institute uh, Leadership Institute that's been around for a number of years. And now we have this group. And so I know a lot of people have asked me, what's the difference? Why why do we have this group in addition to these others? And uh, so I'm posing the question to you. Okay. Well, we uh, actually um, found out through information and uh, that people were sharing, members were sharing, leaders were having discussions about the need for a mentoring program to better educate our members from the local level on up. And uh, so if there's a need for a formal program uh, for mentoring, the DKM First Timers Award, uh, you know, it, it really does uh, bring someone to convention if they've never attended in person. And uh, when they're selected, they get to uh, experience some things about leadership development during the convention. And after that, uh, you know, we try to keep in touch with them, but it's not an ongoing thing until recently. Um, this year, we started the new uh, DKM Leadership Select Honor Society for all of our past recipients, and we have our email list that's designed to communicate and keep them connected and find out where they're headed and uh, what they're doing for ACB in, uh, these days after receiving that award. The mentoring program is a little bit different because we have uh, we started out with a pilot program and uh, only wanted to give an opportunity to 12 mentors and 12 mentees for this pilot program that lasts for nine months. And they will be able to uh, actually they have able been able to, to share uh, some uh, respond to some questions through an application that was online on uh, Google Forms. And uh, that allowed us to work with them on specific areas that they desire to grow in in connection with leadership within ACB, that they will uh, continue to uh, watch their mentor and work with their mentor to see how they have been involved with ACB. So it's really formal. Uh, we have several things that are in place that you'll hear about. 
that we've uh, moved forward with the uh, since the program began. And uh, tonight uh, we were to be here just talk about what we've done, uh, you know, since uh, the program was launched uh, at our convention this year when we made a presentation. Following that, we really went out to make sure our application was complete. So we accepted applications from July 15th to August the 15th. And we began uh, looking at those as they came in, all the applicants' information. We had some pretty good things that we uh, found out of that uh, those submissions and actually came up with some statistics. And uh, we'll be able to share some time about, I've put this out on the uh, different uh, lists before about statistics. And what we've noticed, uh, there, there was so many, we had 18 people that applied for to be a mentor and at least uh, 10 of them, uh, uh, 12 of them I'll say, were had been members for uh, 10 years or more. And so we started a program with, as we looked at all the applicants of our mentorship, uh, mentoring, uh, we decided that we would go with those that have been around for a while. And actually, most of them are having, uh, holding some leadership role within ACB right now. Because this program is a little bit a step up from those other programs we mentioned earlier, because we want the mentor to work so much with their uh, mentee, which we're calling the mentor's guides and the uh, mentee's explorers. And uh, we want them to work so well together that they, the mentor would help to educate them about what they don't know about ACB since they've been around, those mentors have been around for a while. So that's the thing that we're, we're really happy about. And uh, that will help to resolve some questions or uh, issues that people may have expressed that maybe their chapter on the chapter level, a lot of people are not really uh, understanding what's really going on within ACB. Uh, they may just so may be engulfed in just what goes on in their local area then some are not even a part of a uh, state or special interest affiliate. They, they learn, begin to learn so much more that's uh, going on within ACB. And it's a big deal to know that so much that they can get connected to much more than their, just their local chapter. Um, okay, I can continue. Uh, do, we, uh, do we have any questions so far? Uh, at the moment, we don't have any. So you can continue or I see Donna's back as well. Very good. Yeah, I, have, I was going to give uh, Donna a chance to like maybe take it to the next step if she wants to. Donna Brown and Donna Browning is here with us too. Uh, Donna Brown, if you want to go to the next step, what do we do after we accepted those applications? And I'm know, not sure that she's Donna... not connected to audio yet. Okay. That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> okay, Donna Browning, did you want to go ahead and take that one? Um, I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I was listening to everybody I didn't hear your question I apologize okay well I began I spoke about uh, what we did we presented a convention and mentioned the um, dates that we would accept applications and I was going to ask if you want to share anything that would happen that may have happened after that oh uh, maybe absolutely the selection process or anything so the selection process we um, had a big meeting and lasted several hours we worked really hard to um, match people that we felt would work well together, but also that would um, serve the people who um, needed them. We, we wanted to make sure that the person we were putting them with could offer what they were needing. Um, and um, we discovered that uh, we, uh, as we went through the process, 
when we had our orientation that we did quite well and um, people were very excited with who they received and um, we um, we wanted to make sure that uh, our um, guides had um, plenty of knowledge uh, of ACB so that they could trickle that down to the people they were working with but we also wanted to make sure that they had knowledge of many different things so that we had um, the opportunity to offer um, people who were looking for different opportunities to be matched properly. Um, because we wanted people to have a successful experience. We want them to be able to achieve uh, the goals that they have set for themselves, be it whether to be a uh, president, whether to be a secretary, or whether to just learn what ACB is about and how to move forward um, in um, what they may want to do later. We just want to make sure that these opportunities for our explorers can happen and that they're successful. That's the big thing. We want them to be successful so that ACB has the opportunity to continue to grow and flourish. And, uh, and, and we think that um, we've done a pretty good job with how we've matched people. And um, they seemed really excited when we had our, um, we, we had a orientation, um, which was really fun. Um, we had everybody together. Um, we had a welcome. Then we had an opportunity where everybody got to speak a little bit. We, at the end of that part, everybody knew what everybody's birthday was, just a little something so they knew everybody and so that everybody had the opportunity to just say something. And um, we had opportunity for them to go through scenarios and answer some questions, figure things out. Uh, it gave us an opportunity to uh, see how they would work together as a group, but also uh, uh, how they thought just in general. It was a really fun activity. Um, we had leaders come to speak to them. Um, Eric Bridges was there. Dan Spoon was there, President Dan Spoon. And it was an exciting time and um, our guides and explorers seemed to get a lot out of it. Um, we learned a lot from that also about them, but also uh, how um you know things may change in the future you know how we might do something different next time it's it's a learning process but it's an exciting time you know because it is new and it is history and um we wanted our guides and explorers to understand that also how exciting it is for them to be um in this program and an opportunity that they have Okay. Hey, thanks, okay. Donna. And, hey, and, Carrie, can I say a little bit about how they were selected? Because I wanted to make sure we sure. It if you want to do that, and then let me just tell you, you do have a hand raised for a question. Okay. Uh, let me say this because I don't want us to miss it uh, about how they were selected. After review, we took time to review. Uh, Donna talked about us meeting for a while. We met actually more than once because we had to actually oh, select yeah. them before we would match them, and uh, so. We actually looked at all of the applications, all the details that they submitted, how they responded to the questions and all. We looked at how long they, those uh, the applicants have been members uh, 
and, uh, and that's on both sides. And we really decided to look at those. We selected some of those who were mentees uh, who, would, who had some interest and in really, uh, you can tell they were serious about uh, growth and wanted to do more within uh, the, the organization on some level. And, uh, and then we, uh, we actually, some of us knew some of them. So we began to have a conversation about their, the things that we knew about them and how they would fit into the program. And that helped us to choose those 12 and I thought it was neat the way we chose the uh, the uh, mentors. And we were looking for some of those who had uh, leadership uh, development skills that they could share. Um, they had been around for a while, having experience, having abilities uh, to help the mentee to uh, be taken from one level to, to the next where they wanted to go. Uh, so then they would have their private meetings. We did have, uh, after we made those selections, we did take time to do some matching and all, but it was neat the way we actually were able to do that. And then we went back to review those before we would release the names and all to make sure we did uh, a good job at uh, the teams that we selected to work together. And we call them guide, guide explorer teams. And so we had an introductory meeting, uh, which was 10 minutes for each team, for them to introduce themselves to one another, and uh, then we had we had a chance to be able to tell them a few things that we needed them to know about. And uh, those were very good meetings before uh, we really uh, moved forward with the program with the orientation of a guides. And we had an orientation meeting for explorers. And if we have time before we leave, uh, maybe, we, maybe we can go into a little bit of how some of those things turned out. I noticed that we have a few of our guides here tonight. So go ahead and uh, ask that, uh, a lot of person to ask a question. Okay, Sharon Strakowski. Hi. Hi, Kenneth. Good to hear your voice. Hi. I'm wondering if you are using um, some kind of curriculum so that people at very various levels of ACB get a real good orientation to what it's all about, and then they start to work on their own personal goals. Well, we actually actually build, uh, it's not any anyone else's curriculum, but I will tell you, we actually met, uh, uh, the best way to answer that question, uh, we, we developed, I was going to say more than one thing, uh, so but we met with some professionals who had meant to led mentor, mentorship programs before and actually developed them and uh, they were able to give us some feedback. So we had interviews with four different people of leadership in leadership uh, roles at different pro and within different programs. And uh, so that gave us some insight on how their program would work. But we developed our own, if you want to call it curriculum, we have um, components that uh, covered mentorship. What is mentorship within ACB? Uh, uh, access, access to information, assistance, and, and so much more. And the peer support, that's what the mentors really are doing. They're offering peer support uh, in the midst of being a mentor. And uh, so we, we defined those and uh, we won't go through all those tonight because we did have several meetings where we went, we broke those down. But some other components were one of them and we broke it down and told everybody about what it was, what would probably would be connected with the program. And it was the, the acronym GUIDE, G-U-I-D-I, and it stood for Guidance, Understanding, Intervention, Direction, and Ultimately Empowerment. And our guides are actually uh, looking at notes that were given to them previously when we first began the program about what's expected of them. We had meetings, those orientation meetings were also like a workshop as well. 
And so they, we went through the whole program and wanted them to understand what, what, we, what our goal was because they play a huge role in making this happen. So we don't have curriculum just to hand to someone, but it's, and it's a progress that the mentor would take them through. And we, as a support team, will always be there as well. And uh, we have several things scheduled to make sure that we are meeting up as a group uh, to enlighten uh, one another. And so much more is going on uh, that connects with what you might call curriculum. And Becca Dungerson. Um, <clears throat> my question is, is those people that um, were not selected or people that found out about the program after it was already formed and going, are there going to be opportunities for those people? And do they have to wait? like nine months to a year to even be able to participate? This program uh, began as a nine month pilot program. Uh, we are now set on uh, community meetings uh, and we will have a second year, hopefully. And uh, we do believe things are flowing well and we're learning more. So it will, it'll be even better for the next uh, cohort. But this is a cohort that we have of 24 people, uh, 12 uh, guides and 12 explorers. That's for the nine month period. And then we'll have another period that will begin after the, the National Convention in 2023. And we'll go through the same process uh, as we uh, see it. We're going to go through the same process. Uh, it'll be easier to go through that second time. And we, we will always, we encourage everybody when they were notified that they were not selected for this nine month period, uh, that we encourage them to be prepared to apply for next year and continue building themselves up to to join in and uh, share what they know and learn more as well. And I must add with, to another part of your question. Uh, so, some of those people that did not apply this time, maybe they just thought it wasn't time for them now, but the door will be open for them to apply next time. And we will determine whether we will keep it at 12 or make it bigger. But uh, we had to start somewhere, and we did, I think, think it was a pretty good number because having 18 very experienced uh, applicants to apply, we had some that had some experience, but not as much. So we wanted to make sure we paired uh, the mentee with someone that would really be able to help them along. And, uh, and, but we are a resource, and we have a resource library that we began with leadership books, articles, and so much more events that we are notifying them about to help them along the way. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Any other questions? Kenneth, you Can wanted to, you, yeah, you wanted to uh, go on about, uh, you had something else you wanted to mention. Yeah, well, I mentioned about the Why selection. Why don't you, if go you ahead. can take it for about five minutes, that would be great. Okay. I've had a, I'm having an internet problem. I think. Okay. Okay. Good. Thank All you. Right. We'll continue. Okay. I, I wanted to just kind of, I thought it'd be neat for me to just tell you some of the people that we met with to help us along the way, just, and they are at our advisory council. And we started with the AFB Blind Leaders Development Program. Uh, we have um, yeah, it's fine. Neva Fairchild oh. from there. We have just... uh, Sylvia and Perez that uh, uh, joined us for an interview. Lee Nasahi, some of you know her with Vision Serve Alliance. And then we had Stephen Allen from Policy Works. 
and uh, they have agreed to be uh, on our advisory council. So, so far, uh, and Dan Spoon is, uh, is there as well because Dan really joined in at the beginning to help us um, to uh, develop our timeline and our communications plan. We have all types of things that we did to be, to be prepared before we would begin even accepting applications. So we have a lot of documents uh, that we are even focused on for monitoring the program. And we, we even had a recent conversation about that. Every time we meet with the guides or explorers, we have uh, meetings afterwards to be able to talk about what we gained from those meetings. And uh, then we, it gives us some more ideas and things to, to really talk about. And uh, we all always try to ask, uh, leave the door open uh, for them to write us, send us email uh, to uh, have a meeting if necessary or uh, ask questions that they may need. And, uh, and so uh, I think that a good thing would be to go into detail about our orientations. We had them on different nights. Uh, when the program officially started, um, that was the first night where we would meet with the mentors slash guides in order to bring them through a whole uh, evening of about an hour and a half of material that would help them to understand. We gave them a background about the program, how it became uh, a mentoring program for ACB. Most of that was said before, but there was a resolution 2020-11 uh, that really uh, directed the, the ACB to begin to focus on mentoring and include the M Multicultural Affairs Committee in on it to help them to develop a program. Am I? And uh, uh, then. I heard you helped out in that situation this morning. Okay. Thank you for doing that. Go so right please, ahead. Please mute. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, now I forgot where I was. <laughs> uh, you okay. on the resolution. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Resolution. Thank you. Okay, now that resolution gave some direction to ACB uh, to work with the Multicultural Affairs Committee, and that was written by uh, some of the members from that committee and the membership committee. And uh, I'm not sure who all joined in, but Peggy Garrett was chair of the uh, Multicultural Affairs Committee at that time, and it directed them to do several things. So it began, before all this came up, uh, it began with uh, them uh, being expected to write an article in the Braille form about uh, what diversity and what multi multicultural affairs committee was all about, what they did and how it would connect with mentoring. And it was all about uh, helping to include more minorities into leadership. And so uh, that's one thing that we accomplished as we looked at those who were selected. We have a, a, a good group of, uh, I would say a diverse group of people from different nationalities that are part of the program. Uh, different age levels, uh, you know, from different areas around uh, the nation. Uh, so we just thought it's a real good thing. And when we looked at all of those uh, details, uh, we found out. But yeah, so we went uh, through several things that we just want to make sure that we are moving forward. And so we have our guides that uh, have a, a Google form that's specially set for them to submit monthly reports on progress about uh, meetings that they've had with their explorers and uh, we will be doing the same thing for an explorer for the explorers soon where they can share uh, but we always welcome them to share we constantly say that in every, every email that goes out 
But I think our orientation was very, very detailed and, and, and so enlightening for them. And I'm when I typed those minutes from the guides meeting on September the 15th and the explorers meeting for their orientation on the 19th of September, um, I typed every word spoken from the recording. I didn't just put uh, a few words down so they can go back and review that. I asked them to keep that because there's a, a lot of details in there about the program but all about what Dan and Eric shared about how the program connects with the strategic plan uh, for ACB. And uh, very good and enlightening things that they shared. Eric even told a story about him being mentored by a former ACB uh, executive director from what I remember. And, uh, but it was a good, good thing uh, for all of that to happen. We went into even talking about um, what to do if your, your team doesn't work well together, you know, but we also, before we would tell them to contact us, if they didn't, they had some problems uh, that didn't seem to be able to be resolved, we, we, gave, we went through some scenarios during the orientations uh, for each group where they were able to hear the scenario and they were uh, able to answer questions that we had four questions, designated questions to them about each scenario. And uh, we, gained feedback. we gained feedback from that and we're able to really uh, put all that in writing so they can go back to them for their review periodically. And we constantly hope that they would hold onto that document is filled with good information. But one thing we did, we wanted to give them, we gave them uh, an, uh, several ideas about how to, to begin communicating and setting boundaries while they're working with others, uh, such as uh, respect for one another and other things that they, they, they feel important that the others should know as they work together. So we wanted that to be their first meeting and then they can go on to focusing on the goals and aspirations of that mentee. And I think things have been going well with the reports that we've received. Uh, I haven't heard anything negative. And, you know, and I do believe that those scenarios really help them to work through. It's like brainstorming, but also uh, decision-making. Uh, experience through the, those scenarios that they, uh, as they respond to those questions. And I think it was very, uh, we heard that it was very enlightening for them. Uh, they were able to laugh together and, and uh, talk about things. And, and it was just very good. Everybody was uh, able to share. We wanted it to be very interact interactive where every person would have a chance to share. And at times we noticed that more people were speaking uh, than others. So we would try our best to go back to make sure that those others that may not have spoken would get a chance to share their thoughts and give input. Any questions so far? Oh, well, um, I'm just wondering, so I think you've given us a great uh, foundation on what the, how the program has gotten started and that, and what I'm wondering is what, where is, where is everyone now on it? And what do you hope to accomplish by June? Or okay. that's about the end of the nine months, I guess, yeah, June. Yes, so yeah, we'd end on June the 15th. Well, what we, we're, right now, we, don't, we haven't gotten all the feedback that we really want. So we wanted to, we reached out to everyone that had a show on ACB Media, uh, the main shows, I would say, uh, Tuesday Topics uh, and Sunday Edition, and then uh, Visibilities. And so that we can, and we also had a, a, a meeting, our interview with uh, Brian McCollin. And so in the month of November, we wanted to just give everybody an update 
Uh, then on December 7th, the next thing that we have planned for all of us as uh, guides, explorers, and the ACB mentoring team um, and, and to come together for a what we call a checkpoint meeting. And this will be our first group meeting coming back together on December Wednesday, December 7th, to talk about all of these things that you would want to know after that. That's when we've been getting some reports from our guides, and they're saying everything is going well. They're working. Uh, they've heard what their mentees want to want to achieve, which I, that's something I can't reveal tonight. But uh, we're going to hear from them as we move forward. The next time we get on, on shows, we're going to have some of them uh, that are able to share some details. We ask them to respect, respect one another enough to know whether that person would want them to share certain things. So that's something that we'll be bringing up even in our uh, checkpoint meeting. But we're out doing that checkpoint meeting. We're going to have some breakout sessions uh, and divide all of the guys up into three different groups, the explorers into three different groups in their own meeting breakout sessions to uh, review some scenarios uh, that are different. And we're going to come back all together and they'll be sharing. We'll have someone from that each team to uh, share what, what came out of them uh, talking about this certain topic that each group will have. And uh, then we have a guest speaker that's coming that night uh, to give us an empowerment message. And uh, this is a lady that has been around for a while uh, in into mentoring, and she is the pretty much like the director of the AFV mentoring program. And so she gladly accepted to join us that evening. During our checkpoint meetings, we'll be doing different things, and we'll have those quarterly, and uh, and, and even other times when it when it appears to be necessary for us to give some updates. We have a designated email list now that we're communicating with uh, everyone that's a part of the program, and we are sharing uh, information and resources through that. And so more the the meat of the uh, what's really happening uh, with those teams will come out after our checkpoint meeting, where we will really hear uh, some feedback from all sides. And I'm wondering if we. If anybody is comfortable doing it, just to raise your hand, uh, don't need to call on you necessarily. But I'm wondering if we have any uh, of the mentees or mentors on our call here this evening. Um, if if any of if someone does want to say anything on it, they're more than welcome to. Uh, as you said, I would check. As a matter of fact, we do have. One hand that went up, and I believe she is one of your mentors. Okay. Um, and that's Lynn Corral. Yes. Hi, well, Lynn. It's, it's, it's a great program, and I've really enjoyed, um, you know, helping my uh, my explorer out, and we talk, and I encourage her because I believe that the main, you know, thing is to encourage their leadership and getting them to know about ACB, and I've shared the mission, and you know, stuff like that. And I've answered her questions and, you know, stuff like that. And and this is the kind of thing that I think that, you know, because we want them to share with us, not us to share with them. Although, you know, I mean, self-disclosure is okay sometimes, but, you know, mostly I want to hear from her, how she's doing. And not just about, you know, the ACB, but in her, you know, work life and other things that, you know, or any uh, challenges she's having, and, you know, things like that. So that's that's the kind of thing that, that I'm doing when I talk. And, you know, I didn't feel that uh, originally we were told that a half hour meeting was enough every other week, but mostly we've had hour meetings or, you know, about an hour 
each time because I said, you know, an hour, just a half hour just is not enough, you know? So that's what's going on with <laughs> mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Very good, Lynn. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Lynn. Um, and that is, that's been kind of my understanding from the few people that I know who are working within the program that, you know, it really is very, very individualized. Uh, you know, some, some people just want to touch base once a month. Others like Lynn, um, have greatly expanded on, uh, the 20 minutes or half hour to an hour, uh, even more often, um, I think that that's, you know, that's, I think, one of the important things about a mentoring program is that it can't be overly structured, um, yes. especially with a relationship between, you know, between two people. It, it, it for I've, I've always felt that a relationship like in a mentoring program, um, that re- it, it really kind of has to go along the lines of the relationship itself. That's and, right. And, all, and that really connects with the goals that the mentee has set uh, uh, and the, the mentor or guide has uh, direction to help that person to achieve their goals. So it may take a little bit more right. for one person with a certain goal compared to the, uh, the other. You know, Exactly. Exactly. Um, Donna Williams has her hand raised. Donna, okay. if you want to unmute, you're more than welcome to. Okay. Well, there you I'm are. Gonna, yeah, I am not going to say too much about working with my explorer, except to say that we communicate well and we're working well together. Um, I don't really have permission to talk. I mean, we we haven't no, and talked I about want that, you so I'm not going to go into um, a lot of detail about that. But what I wanted to say is, for anybody listening out there. When I applied, I I heard other people talking about applying, and I thought, I'm never going to get selected. People have other more leadership than I do. I, I'll never get it. I just, well, at least I applied, and well, we'll see. And here I am, and I'm very excited, and I was very humbled by being selected. And I just want to say that this team is great. The mentoring team is great to work with. So if anybody is thinking like, oh, I want to be in the next group, but I'm not sure, you know, do I want to do it? Do I not want to do it? They're great to work with. And they really do take your feedback. Um, I just recently gave feedback and I got an answer back and um, it, it was a very positive answer and they're moving forward. And we're, the thing is we're all learning together. So it's, it's really great. I'm, you know, I'm excited. I think, I think you make an excellent point, Donna. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, and anybody else that's on uh, that's mentoring is more than willing to is I mean is more than I'm more than willing to have answered as well. Do you feel? I think I, I, from what I've been observing of you, because you and I seem to be on more, um, doing more. In, in in similar affiliates and such lately, do you feel that this is giving you um, has has energized you more than you would have had you not gotten involved in this program? I, I think does that make sense? <laughs> I think I'm growing. 
because I'm learning and I'm doing things, trying to do things out of my comfort zone because in some ways you're, you know, your explorer is learning and doing things. And it's kind of made me say, you know, maybe I'm going to step up and do this or that. And maybe I'm going to offer to do this or that. Um, I love to help people. I love to encourage people. And, and so I feel like I'm growing. I do feel like I'm growing. You seem like it to me. You know, I've seen, you know, we've been on things like with council of citizens with low vision and, and such. And you just seem to kind of blossomed since you've gotten into this. And that's why, that's why I specifically wanted to ask you the question because you do seem to, it, it does seem to, something has definitely excited you and it seems like it very well is this program. It's that, yeah, it's that. And it's getting on the board and having the support of, and just learning from the other people that are on the board and just being, I want to say being useful that, I mean, there's so much you can just step up and do. And I know you've heard me offer many times I'll do, I can step up and do that if that's okay. Or I will do that. I, I don't mind. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you know, I'm, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I, maybe it's just me. I don't remember you being that excited about doing something or that quick to offer maybe eight or 10 months ago as you are now. And that's why I've, I'm really kind of thinking that some of this, um, of this program is both benefiting you and your mentee. I think so. I would say that, yeah, without going into two, I would say, yes, it is. We're, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's wonderful. That's a, you know, as long as we realize that we never stop growing and stop needing to learn things um, and getting the opportunity to learn. I think that's just so important. Yep. And Kenneth, I will now turn it back to you. Okay, I'm sorry. I wanted to make sure that um, before our time would run out, because I'm not sure what time it is, that we would let you know that we are excited about the program moving forward. And there's some things that we've even looked at at the end of the uh, nine month period. We'll be asking all of our guys and explorers to, to complete an evaluation of the program. And so we're going to really uh, depend on their input and uh, for our insight for the next. Uh, I would say cohort that we work with, but also we're looking forward to celebrating successes at the end. At the national convention, we will have an afternoon tea for for the group and uh, some of the leaders that will be there uh, to present them what like the guys will receive at this point, a certificates of appreciation and our explorers will receive certificates of achievement. And, uh, and you know, we'll be able to uh, see each other in person, hopefully that we can get mostly everybody there. So we'll see how that turns out. We will make sure that we continue to do different things. We'll have virtual meetings uh, and we will be talking about and sharing uh, in the upcoming months what we plan to do with the cohort of this year uh, or this time for even beyond uh, the mentoring program where we go to another group. We are not going to forget about them. We have ideas of things that we can stay in touch and still work with one another and keep uh sharing information and and resources to help strengthen one another along the way. 
And then it makes perfect sense. It's perfect sense since there's too many consonants and vowels in there someplace. Um, <laughs> because, you know, all of us at some point in time, um, back in our early days of ACB, uh, or whether it was a special interest affiliate or a state affiliate or what have you, we, we've all been mentored. And mentoring is not a nine-month or a six-month or a one-year project. Mentoring is something that really, once it, st- once it starts, it's tr- I believe that it's truly an ongoing, almost a lifetime experience. You know, somebody that you um, knew five years ago may well be the same person that you go to when you need a sounding board um, five years later on something um, or when you're fresh out of an idea, uh, ideas for something. And that and that whole relationship between mentor and mentee is is really a very, very long term. Maybe I've just been very fortunate. Um, some of the people who mentored me were very, have been very long-term relationships. I like that, uh, that we all will be able to uh, make these connections last, every one of us. So I'm looking forward to those things that we can do to ensure that that would happen. Yeah. I wonder if Donna Brown is available to say anything. Can you all hear me? Yes. Yes. Oh, yay. Finally. I am so sorry. I kept getting kicked out. Anyway, internet issues. Uh, so, yeah, I think um, I always think of mentoring. Uh, Terry said it well, but I think sometimes, too, we have different mentors depending on the group we're involved in, perhaps, or the you know type of activity or whatever. So it, just think in ACB, um, you know, a person, say, in CCLVI might you know, maybe not have a formal mentor, but, you know, have somebody that they sort of uh, see as a mentor. And if they're a member of another affiliate, I don't know, AAVL, whatever it might be, uh, that could be a different person. And so I, I think, and I, I just, I came in at a really neat time when Donna Williams was talking and that, that just, wow, made me feel really good. Um, I, I'm hoping these relationships that the team, uh, the, um, the the teams have built, you know, would be long lasting, and and even we as the mentorship team, you know, would continue to, you know, keep in touch with with the people from this year. And I'm really looking forward to meeting a lot of these people in person. Some, many of the people I've never met. So I'm really looking forward to July. Hopefully everyone can attend the convention in person and be a part of the in-person tea that we're going to have. Donna, did you want to share anything about what you've shared uh, within the uh, Borough College Leadership Institute uh, with our uh, uh, mentors and mentees and things from the community calendar as well? Yeah, so um, are, are you talking about like last week or just the Burl Colley leadership in general? No, anything that you've shared with them okay. from either area. Yeah. So um, just for people to know, the Burl Colley leadership uh, committee holds a training the second Thursday of every month. I did post the link to last week's 
um, recording of the session uh, to our ACB mentor email list. And hopefully people got that and hopefully you were able to access it. I will, it was not an easy task <laughs> to, to get that done. But anyway, eventually um, I will put other uh, links to other recordings so you don't have to go hunt for them. But I will put the links to the other recordings uh, up on our email list. So hopefully the mentors and the guides and explorers will, you know, be able to get email from that email list and, and access the Royal Collie Leadership Training. Yes. In addition to that training, we have some other, a list of other things that we are developing in re relation to leadership that we'll be sharing with our uh, guides and explorers. And we're asking the guys to join in. Uh, we really want the explorers to join in uh, some of the sessions that we uh, put out there, but we want uh, our guys to support them by being there whenever they can with them. And uh, they can talk, you know, after a training session uh, from one of our committees or something that we might put on, they can actually, uh, when they meet, they can talk about and uh, reflect on what each, each other learned from that particular training. Kenneth, did you mention about the leadership book that some of the teams are using? No, no. You, I, I just told them, said briefly about the uh, library that we have, but you, please, would you go into yeah. detail about that? I can't that? remember the name of the book, and I, I don't have my uh, Leadership my Step by Step. Are you friends <laughs> for referring to Leadership Step by Step? Yes, yes. She'll share with us? Yes. Yeah, um, so some of our teams are, are together working through a, a book uh, that's available from the Library of Congress. Uh, leadership step by step, and and it's it's really good. It's got you know some exercises in there, and uh, so anyway, um, even if maybe even if you're not part of the mentoring program and you want to check out that book, and I it's called remember. leadership I don't know step the, the by book step or anything. <laughs> yeah, it's called leadership step by step, and sorry we don't have the deals up right now, but that's something we can always share. Mm -hmm. And you can write us and, you know, we'll get that email address. I don't know if you want to do it now, Terry, or toward the end. No, you Terry, you have now five minutes. I was just going to say, okay, do okay. it now because we're getting right. toward the end. <laughs> okay, everybody, write us. Uh, share some information with us and your thoughts of things that you may want to uh, us to consider. Send us email at acb.mentoring at gmail.com. That's acb.mentoring at gmail.com. All right. Someone has a lot of background noise. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. Sure. It, it's me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll let you have it. We'll no, let you have no, the no, I'm sorry. I'm trying to minimize. It's not a problem. I just wasn't sure if it was someone else accidentally coming in over you. Are there any other hands? I don't have any right now. Does anyone have any last minute questions? Because we have about two minutes left. And not seeing any, I want to thank all of you from the mentoring group um, who have joined us this evening and who may be listening on ACB Media One. And thank you again to Kenneth, especially to Kenneth and Donna and Donna and Donna. We have, I think, <laughs> I think we have at least three Donnas on this call tonight. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh, I'd like to goodness. say thanks to Donna Williams for uh, sharing her thoughts tonight. Yes, absolutely. You're, um, you're I, I want to thank you all very much, and um, and hopefully everyone uh, on ACB Media is also um, enjoyed this program as much as we have. And speaking of ACB Media, I do have one more announcement, and that is. <laughs> Next Friday night, the 25th, while we're all still getting over f absolutely full stomachs from Thursday, uh, I will have Kim Charlson and Carl Richardson on to give us any last-minute updates on the audio description gala that takes place on the 29th of this month. And there is a lot of information out about it everywhere you can imagine when it comes to ACB right now. But the other thing, and we've got a lot of affiliates that are doing a lot of fundraising over the holiday season as well. But I just want to remind everyone that the one real fundraiser, the one and only real fundraiser for ACB Media is the Media Holiday Auction. And that starts with the Appetizer Auction next Friday night and Saturday next Thursday, no, Friday and Saturday, and the 27th is the big one. I know I've donated um, some cookies. Do not panic. A couple of people have said, you're cooking, you're baking cookies for the auction? It's my cousin has a, bake, has a cookie baking company and does some sinfully delicious cookies. <laughs> and I've donated um, two from her company, two, two, three dozen tins from her company. But you know, it's, it's, you know, we've got Rick, we've got Larry, we've got so many people who do so much, whether they're getting paid or volunteers, it's so many volunteers that put so much into ACB media every, every week of every of the year. And it truly is a labor of love. And so I really hope that everyone does save a little money aside anyhow to uh, bid up on that auction because that's such an important auction especially to me and that's my personal little viewpoint on it um i want to wish you all a very happy and safe and wonderful thanksgiving and i will see you all next friday night the night after thanksgiving when we're all still saying, we ate too much, we ate too much. I can't believe I ate the whole thing. <laughs> and have a wonderful, safe, happy, and glorious Thanksgiving. And good night, one and all.